Welcome to the American Imperialist Human Processing Station. Please place your right hand on the scanning device so we can verify your citizenship. Your compliance is mandatory. Have a nice day. Hello, this is Dwight, and this is another episode of Cryptcast. The song you heard playing at the beginning of this is by Jim Fiddler. It is called Trampled. Jim Fiddler is a Canadian musician who happens to be blind. Uh, I think I'm going to keep that playing real well in the background. It's uh, just an instrumental. Before I get into the topic I wanted to talk about tonight, I wanted to just thank anyone who has listened to this and is willing to stick with me. I saw yesterday on my feed winner statistics that I had five people download or subscribe to this, but today I was down to one. If that one person is going to stick with me, thank you. I know the first episode, it was uh, probably a little boring. Uh, if that was the case, uh, I hope to make it a little more interesting in the future. If it was for some other reason, and you're listening to this, uh, please let me know. I guess I should say if you're listening to this and are deciding not to listen anymore, I wish you would please uh, at least e- email me or leave some comments on my on my blog so I can improve. Uh, was it maybe hard to understand me? Was it uh, just not interesting enough? Uh, whatever the reason is that you've decided. I'm hoping you won't decide to do that. But uh, any um, positive or negative feedback, as long as it is constructive, is a good thing. Well, I want to talk about how uh, the disabled are portrayed in entertainment as far as uh, television and movies. It seems to me that most times when you see someone portrayed on TV who is disabled, they are, um, at the end of their life, or 
in some worst case scenario where they're looking at ending their life. Now this isn't true of everything, but it is true at least with, uh, I've noticed that with ER. They had an episode which was an improvement for them. It was an episode where this doctor, played by James Woods, has ARS and is nearing a stage in the disease where he is having to decide whether or not to use mechanical ventilation in order to stay alive. And at this point in his life, he has no real body function. And he communicates and drives his chair through eye blinking. What I liked about this episode was the fact that they showed flashbacks of different points in his life since he had been diagnosed with ALS. And it showed him going about his usual routine and how slowly he could do less and less. Because that was rather realistic, I thought. And at the end, there was some type of confusion as to whether or not he wanted to have mechanical ventilation, which would entail a ventilator and a tracheotomy. So they go ahead and do the procedure, and he nearly doesn't make it, he starts bleeding. And when he does come to, after the procedure, it's quite clear that it's not what he wanted. So what he does is he takes himself, checks himself out of the hospital against doctor's orders, and says that he's planning on removing the ventilator that night and just ending it. But one of the doctors convinces him to hang in there a little longer. Well, anyway, it's interesting because I'm not completely sure what I would do. I mean, at this point in my life, I'm able to communicate, which is very important. But if I lost the ability to communicate altogether, I can't really imagine myself what type of life that would be. It just doesn't sound like something that would have any joy to me. Because with ALS, patients with that near the end, if they, if their heart and lungs don't fail them before the rest of their body does, then they end up basically being locked in their body, not even able to move their eyes. I c cannot even imagine that. I'm sure there are people who see 
someone like me, who has this ventilator and things with him, and helping him at all times, I'm sure people look at me and say, I don't think I could do it if they would put my situation. I guess it's all a matter of perspective. But that's one thing that I'm saying that they, um, in the media they show, not in the media, but in entertainment, they show the worst case scenarios and people at the end of their lives. Well, I would like to see done more is showing a disabled person who is actually living their life not nearing the end of it. I mean, the episodes that this particular show has done have been good episodes that had their purpose, but it makes it so people have more of a pity thing. There was a show last year that, they, that was built around a disabled person. It was called Blind Justice, and it only lasted a season. I don't... Yeah, it did last the whole season. It was about a cop who became blind. And he fought and got his way back on the force. But the thing was, they still let him carry a gun. I'm sorry, but that's a little far-fetched. A lot far-fetched. There would be too much liability to have a blind person carrying a gun. And it even was a episode that did work with that a little bit. And we still, after an incident, still kept them on the force. In the real world, I highly doubt that would happen. But this show, it didn't last long. I think the problem is that it's hard to develop something around a person being a disabled person. There has to be more to it. I mean, I enjoyed the show, but I come from to it from a different perspective. But somebody else, an able-bodied person, they're going to get bored of that real quick. It's like, yeah, 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 okay, we get it. We get it, he's disabled, and he's overcoming things. That gets kind of boring. It's got to be more to it. Which is the problem is the why I don't think you're ever going to see a series that's completely built around someone who is disabled. I'd like to see it, but I just doubt it will happen. And going back to the topic of showing disabled people who are at the end of their life or in a worst case scenario, I don't know how many of you saw Million Dollar Baby with Hillary Swank and Clint Eastwood, but I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. The whole thing in the movie was Hillary Swank was this female who wanted to be a boxer. She was starting a little late in her, late in her life, at least as far as a boxer is considered. And the whole premise of the movie is She's going to fight to get whatever she wants. 
and then finally she gets to this big championship fight, and uh, her opponent is a dirty fighter, and with a weight punch and a dirty blow, ends up getting her neck broken. Hillary squints character. And she is obviously depressed, having just become a quadriplegic. Which, um, I'm sure everyone who has an injury like that has their depression period. But at the end of the movie, she's saying she doesn't want to live that way. And she's asking Clint Eastwood's character, who is her trainer, to help her kill herself. I mean, she's even went so far as to bite her own tongue off to try and kill herself in the movie. So she would it up. And eventually he's like contemplating it and contemplating it. He talks to a priest and things. And eventually he agrees to do it. And does end her life for her. But the thing I'm thinking is, wait a minute. Her character is like this type of person who will stop at nothing to get what she wants and fight, fight and fight. And at the end, she kills herself. I'm like, they could have done a lot more with that if they wanted to. And from my perspective, I mean, Granted, the reason I'm considered a quadriplegic isn't my spinal cord injury. I can still feel my body and everything. But I don't see that happening. I mean, they'll go through the period, of course. There's so many people who have had full lives and been in sports and things who have gotten spinal cord injuries and haven't given up like that. I know this is just fiction, but that's not a very good portrayal. In the movie, near the end, after she became the uh, quadriplegic, it made it seem like that's it. She had no options except to sit in the house and do absolutely nothing all day. I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast are in similar situations. And know that not to be true, or you have pe- known people who still live full lives. I mean, she could have started over with something else. She would have gotten help for things. Well, I guess that's enough talking about things that aren't right with the trail. I guess I should mention a few things that have portrayed disabled people in a very good way. Uh, one movie that comes to mind is called The Water Dance. It's, um, I believe from the mid to late 80s. Uh, it has Wesley Snipes in it, even though he's not the main character, and Eric Stoltz, who plays more of a main character in it. Uh, there isn't really a main character in this movie, but 
to concentrate on his life more. And they show this guy that has become paralyzed. I can't remember if the paraplegic or quadriplegic. But anyways, it does show that he has this period where he doesn't really want to try and do anything. But then he eventually overcomes that and starts getting into his rehabilitation and ends up leaving the rehab or nursing home, whatever it was, and getting out on his own. And through the movie it shows the other characters in the movie and him just hanging out, doing things, and they discuss things, different issues that they have trouble with. Now this is a good movie. And the things they showed in it were a very true life and I wasn't trying to be melodramatic or anything. I, I would recommend that to people. There was a movie I rented once that was called Rory O'Shea Was Here. It was a a movie from Ireland about this guy who had muscular dystrophy. And it started out with him moving into a a nursing home. And we kind of find out it, that he has gone through several of them because he likes to do things his own way. So they kick him out and things. And he befriends this other person there. And they decide to get their own place and get a caregiver to help take care of them. And it just shows it just shows these two guys that even despite their disability, they're not letting anything stop them. Anyone tell them not to do this, you can't do this, you can't do that. It's been a little while since I've seen this one. So, um, can't remember too many details to share with you, but I would say this is a must-see movie. Uh, there was the ending, which was a little, well, at the end, the guy gets um, pneumonia. And they say, the doctors tell them that that's about it, he's not going to make it, that there's nothing they can do for him, that he's going to die. But now that part, I can tell you, is not true. I mean, the guy was only, let's see, 19, which I believe is the age that I got pneumonia. Um, and to say there's nothing they can do is not true. That they could have given him, uh, some kind of ventilation, and he could have probably lived, shoot, probably long as I'm living, at least 30. So that's the only bad part about that, that that part wasn't completely true. It'd be different if they said that they could, but he didn't want to do it that way. Which would be, would have been true to his character. Okay, he wants to have the freedom and things, right? But on the whole, it was a very good movie, though.
Well, I'm hoping this topic was maybe a little more interesting. Um, and hopefully as time goes by, I will uh, get better at doing this and won't have all these uh, gaps and long pauses when I'm speaking, trying to uh, gather my thoughts and correct myself. Uh, I'm hoping I improved a little on this one, but I guess I will only be able to tell once I start editing and listen back. Um, well, at the end here, I'm going to play another song by by Jim Fiddler. Uh, this one is entitled Mr. Ambassador. Uh, I I like to change. I would like to change. I suggest you change the title to Mr. President. Uh, I think you'll find you'll see why. Uh, at least the Americans will. Uh, I guess you could apply it to any politician. Uh, before I play that, I just like to ask for anyone who listens to this that you please uh, leave me some comments, good or bad. Let me know what you think. Uh, give me some suggestions on topics to talk about, or and if I don't know anything about it, I will do some research or find people that know, or just talk from experience. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you, and I will talk to you next week. Standing in the corner looking at you You had egg all over your face You had just said something that you didn't mean To a person from the wrong place Mr. Ambassador Get out of my town Mr.
I'm 